Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ. Uh, Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program for people who want to learn how to build a second stream of income. Over the last few weeks, I've been asked by um, U.S. News and World Report, Reader's Digest, Forbes, and they're all coming up with the same question in different formats. What's the biggest mistake that you think is leading to the catastrophe that is retirement in America? And the answer is always the same. It's because people are not buying income-producing assets. What most people are doing is they're gambling they're in speculative investments like stocks, gold, silver, crypto, where the only way they make money is if they go up in value and they sell them. And then, of course, the asset's gone. Um, this is gambling because what if you retire in the down market? And some of you are hopeful. You have faith. You pray to your gods. But here's the fact. The stock market has crashed 18 times in the last 100 years. 18 times. That's about every six years. The ladies listening to this are going to live 18 years in retirement. That means they're going to see two and a half to three crashes um, during their retirement. It is a gamble that you're going to lose. Speculating and gambling are about the same thing. It's a win-lose situation. With income-producing assets like real estate, you make money in both the up and down markets. In fact, we're praying for a big crash right now in the real estate market because we make more money in the down market. Why? We're picking up properties 30, 40% less than we were the year before. And the rents are what? The same. I've been at this for 33 years. I have yet to have ever reduced the rent on my rent properties. Ever. It's a little thing, our buddy, inflation. Inflation's going to carry rent rates up pretty much no matter what. If you So the big mistake is not buying income-producing assets. Because they make money, almost all of them, 
in both the up and down markets. If you go back to 2008, 9, 10, 11, when I was in about 4,000 apartment units passively, and let's say I was making the equivalent of 80 grand a month, the market crashed. My property values dropped 30, 40%. Did I care? No. Cash flow was still there. It kept coming in. So, this is why I talk about all the time, I don't care what the market does. I don't watch the news. I don't listen to politicians. I don't go to market updates, even though I speak at them once in a while. I don't care what the market does. I make money in either market. I just want to be aware of where the market is at the time. But I don't try to predict it. I don't try to look into the future and make my decisions based on what's happening in the future. I make my decisions off the reality of the time and I've made money every year for 33 years since I started. Income producing assets and they can be they don't just have to be real estate. Restaurants are income producing assets. Um, roofing companies, whatever you, you know, if you've got a passion for roofing, a passion for painting, a passion for whatever, whatever your passion is, you may have to start active in it, but you can eventually move it to passive by simply planning on succession and hiring somebody to replace you. Then it becomes a passive investment, a true business. But what the students at Total Wealth Academy are doing is they're buying big apartment complexes, self-storage complexes, strip centers, senior living complexes, hotels, things that produce cash flow in both the up and down markets. And we get appreciation too. In other words, those of you out there who are gamblers, you're in the stock market, you're in mutual funds, gold, silver, crypto. You only make money one way, appreciation. And when the appreciation disappears or depreciation occurs, like now, you lose money. And there's no cash flow coming in. So it doesn't disappear. It was never there. Warren Buffett said it so perfectly. He said, never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Always invest to create a second stream of income. And nobody's listening to him. Here he is, my opinion, and I've read a lot of books by a lot of investors. I think Warren Buffett is the premier investor. He understands helping and serving other people with his money. He understands that money has to be flowing. 
he he is my favorite investor. We're being let down by the inst- and so I listen to him and do what he says. It just to me, when people are out there struggling, getting killed in the stock market, you need to be imitating successful people, not the average person. Because the average person is failing. 95% of Americans fail to retire by age 65. Stop doing what they're doing. It doesn't work. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where I've kind of gotten into a thing about income-producing assets and the difference between speculation and true investing. To me, it's not an investment if it doesn't produce cash flow. I would never invest in anything that didn't produce cash flow because I have bills, they come in monthly, I have outflows, I need inflows. And this idea of go buy a bunch of stocks and just sit on it for 45 years and then sell it in retirement is just more of the same ineffective thinking that's gonna save your way to retirement. You know, the, the, a huge, okay, if they, if it crashes every six years for two or three years, that's six years up, three years down. So out of every 10 years, 30 or 40% of the time it's down. That's just a scary thought to me. I don't see how you guys accept that and go, oh, that's okay. No big deal. I mean, it could bite you in the butt and probably will because you're talking 30 or 40% of the time it's down. And I heard, I've heard multiple people say that, that nobody over 55 should have money in the stock market. It's too risky. It's a young man's game, young girl's game. At 55, you need to get it out of the stock market and into something with less volatility and of course cash flow you know your bills come in every month how would you feel if your bills were five thousand a month and every month your investment handed you five thousand dollars you don't have to go to work just boom your investment hands you five thousand dollars all your bills are paid 
then when you do work, all of that money can go to romance, travel, fun, whatever, or saving to buy a bigger income stream. But this is has made all the difference in the world for me over the last 33 years was just having that knowledge that no matter what happens, all the bills are paid. That second stream of income takes care of all my bills and I've, of course, make much more than that, but that is the peace of mind is insane. It's just, I don't know of any higher quality of lifestyle than knowing that you don't have to work, that all the bills are paid, you got money for fun, travel, romance, and you can do exactly what you want to do, when you want to do it, where you want to do it, with who you want to do it. Tony Robbins defines that as success. You know, I think the definition is much more complex than that. But, I mean, if you can do what you want, when you want, where you want, with who you want, that's that's pretty good definition of success. As long as you don't waste your time. So, again, I don't think... I. I would never invest in anything that doesn't produce cash flow. Ever. I just can't imagine even thinking that that product would even be a consideration. Really, I give you 100000 now, and in 45 years, it'll turn to a million bucks, and I got to wait 45 years? I'd be 70, you know, if I was younger. That's what. That's how I did it. When I was 27, I went to my financial planner, company financial planner, and I told him I wanted to be a millionaire. And he goes, yeah, no problem. Just save up X dollars a month. And by the time you're 65, you'll be a millionaire. I wanted to punch him. I said, yeah, but I'll be 65. I don't want to be rich at 65. I want to be rich now. He couldn't help me. He even admitted it. I had to find something else. And luckily, they cut my pay. And it woke me up to the stupidity of relying on a job for your income. And I started reading and studying. Found out that 70 to 90% of the millionaires in the U.S. used real estate. So I said to myself, you're not the smartest guy in the world. So why don't you just do what all other successful people are doing? So I got into real estate. And within three years... I was able to retire. Wasn't rich, but I had enough income coming in, I no longer had to work. Now, I chose to go back to work at six months, but it's something I loved, which was teaching. Didn't make much money doing it, but I was happy. And people, it's okay to be happy. I know people who feel guilty because they're happy. (laughs) 
It's like they feel ashamed. It's like uh, rich guys that claim they work all the time. It's like they feel guilty. Why do they tell you that BS? To be rich, you don't have to work all the time. Oh, I work all the time. No, you feel guilty for being rich, so you tell everybody you work all the time. People feel guilty, and they make stuff up. It's okay to be happy. Don't feel guilty about it. And if you build a second stream of income that meets and exceeds your wants and needs, you then have the choice, work or don't. I'm just going to suggest that 99.9% of you are going to want to do something with your life. And you're going to go back to work. But you're going to go back to work at something that you love. Something that you're passionate about. Something that brings you joy, laughter. Something you wake up on Monday morning going, yeah, I can't wait to get to the office. You know, I I poke fun at people that vacation all the time because usually it's people whose lives suck. And the reason they have to vacation all the time is because they're trying to get away from the reality of their day-to-day life. Now, I know there's some people who are travelers and that's their, they get off to that and that's cool. But the majority of people, it's they're trying to escape a life that isn't very nice. Now, what I'm about to say can be irritating, but you do realize that you designed your life. If you're not happy, you're not doing what you love, you're not doing something that brings you joy and laughter, you chose that. That's you. You designed your life poorly. How do I know that? Did anyone put a gun to your head and say, take this job? The job you hate, the job you're miserable at, your boss is a jerk, your coworkers are jerks, the company mission statement doesn't even inspire you. You chose that. And the vast majority chose it because they offered you money. You took it for greed reasons. You could have taken a job you're happy at with a lot less money but you made a greed decision. I get paid more money over here. I'll take that job. And the sales pitch you gave yourself was, if I'm making a lot of money, I'll be happy even if I'm miserable. I'll be happy even if the job sucks. How well has that worked out? (laughs) It doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't work. If I give you 500 grand a year and you're at a job that sucks, you work with people that are jerks, you're going to be miserable with your 500 grand. No, buy income producing assets, replace your earned income, quit your job, take a couple of months off, figure out what you love to do, and then get back to work helping and serving other people at whatever it is you truly love to do. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The 
stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and I got a couple of questions. Um, one is from Frank, and Frank's question has to do... Frank Frank, uh, I, Frank has a bunch of single-family rentals, and he's actively managing them. This is not what I'm talking about, Frank. Um, yes, those are income-producing assets, but I'm primarily talking about passive investing. Um, these single-family houses that you're running, your rate of return is probably very, very high. Make sure that when you do your evaluation that you don't just count cash flow. I see this all the time. Uh, people with groups of single-family houses will go on making $400 per house. They multiply it times the houses, then by 12 months, divide it by their total out-of-pocket, and give a rate of return. That's not the rate of return. You forgot about equity capture, equity buildup, and appreciation. you got to add all those things in. So when I hear somebody complaining about you know how much time it takes to run Frank I can run you've got about if I'm adding this up right you got about 30 rent houses I can run 30 rent houses in six seven hours a month a month if you've got these this many maintenance calls Frank I know I'm take <laughs> don't let this come across uh, rude, please. You didn't buy them right. Here's what you did, Frank. I'd be willing to bet a lot of money on it. You bought these houses and didn't rehab them immediately. You said to yourself, I'm going to rehab these properties out of the cash flow, but you didn't do the math. Let's say a house, just to keep the numbers easy, makes $500 a month, but it needs $30,000 in repairs. That is 60 months you're going to go without cash flow to rehab that house. And are you going to be able to rehab it? Probably not. You're going to get a ton of maintenance calls, tons of problems, and it's going to eat up some of that $500 a month. So, it's not 60 months to come up with the 30,000 to rehab it. It's going to be 90 months. And what you're going to say is, real estate doesn't work. I've never cash flowed on this house and it's still beat up. It has nothing to do with real estate. It has to do with you didn't know the right things to do. When you buy a house, you use a bridge loan 
or a hard money loan to buy it. A bridge loan includes the rehab money. So you buy it and rehab it completely all up front before you ever move anybody in. You buy it, you replace the roof, you fix the foundation, flooring, paint, countertops, cabinets if necessary. Any system that doesn't have five or more years left on its life expectancy, replace it. If the AC only has two years left, replace it. If the dishwasher only has four years left, replace it up front. Then put the perfect tenant in there, which you'll be able to attract because your property's perfect and the competition is not. They did the same thing you did, bought it, thought they were going to rehab it out of the cash flow. So it's still a piece of crap and your property's perfect which means you're going to choose from three or four people wanting to lease your uh, house and you get to pick the best one. Now, Frank, don't beat yourself up. Don't sit there and go, oh, just don't beat yourself up, period. Don't say anything. But don't do any more real estate deals without taking a course on real estate investing. Real estate is not intuitive at all. It's not. The rules of real estate are contrary to common sense. I'll give you an example. Everybody thinks, common sense, that when you want to lease a property, you should be nice. You should be pleasant. You should be welcoming. Makes sense, right? You're trying to lease it. You're trying to sell the lease. Wrong. You want to be a freaking bear when you're leasing. You want to rip their heads off when you're leasing. Now, do you want to be an ass? No, I said a bear. You want to be straightforward, professional, straight to the point, no friendly, blah, blah, blah. You want to be almost just close, a hair's width from being an ass. Why? To scare off bad tenants and let the tenants know that if they do move in with you, you can turn into a bear at any time if they mess with you. It's after they move in that you become what we call the bunny rabbit. You're a bear when you're leasing, which like I said is contrary to common sense. If you don't know these principles like rehabbing your property up front before you buy it, I mean before you ever lease it, being a bear when you lease and a bunny rabbit after they move in, why a bunny rabbit after they move in? Because now it's all about keeping them in your unit. But see, you can be a bunny rabbit, be nice, be friendly once they move in. Because again, they know that you can turn into a bear like that. They know not to mess with you. But you got to be the bear first. I'll give you another 
example. If you meet someone and they're kind of standoffish, maybe a little jerkish, but later on you have a flat tire and that same person drives by, stops, helps you change the tire, you know what you're going to say? You're going to say, wow, he seemed like a jerk at first, but he turned out to be a nice guy. But if somebody's really, really nice to you and then sees you on the freeway with a flat tire and just drives down the road, you know what you'll say? Wow, he seemed like a nice guy, but he turned out to be a jerk. <laughs> if you're going to be a jerk, you got to do it first. And if you do, they'll do exactly what I said. They'll go, wow, they seem like a bear at first, but they turned out to be a really nice property manager, a really good landlord, and they stay with you for long, long periods of time because they're so used to uneducated property owners who are nice up front, but once they move in and they have a problem, then they turn into a bear and make them feel bad because their AC went out. It's not their fault their AC went out. Why are you being mean to your tenants? So, nothing about real estate investing is intuitive. You've got to learn these principles, Frank. So, you can come see me for 500 bucks, take my Saturday class. You can go see the other, some other company that teaches this material. Um, but get out there before you buy another property and learn these principles. Now, again though, everything that I've been talking about today is primarily from the completely passive side. I would suggest, and I don't need to see the numbers, um, I just know from having done this for 33 years, you got several million dollars equity sitting there. What I would do, Frank, I would sell all those houses. You got too many of them sell all of them, come see me, and let me teach you how to invest that $2 million, $3 million passively so you make five or 600 grand a, a year for the rest of your life and you do nothing. Nothing. So, again, do not beat yourself up for these mistakes. Everybody makes them. Well, everybody that doesn't take a course, a good course on real estate investing makes them. Everybody thinks, oh, real estate's not rocket science. I'll just trial and error it. Every year that you trial and error real estate, you're losing tens of thousands of dollars in profit you should have seen if you had just spent 500 bucks and spent the day with me. Crazy. So let's see, any other question marks? Thank you for the kind words about the show. No more questions. Okay, all right, Frank. Again, don't beat yourself up, but get out there before you buy any more property and get educated. And my recommendation is time to sell. You've done a fantastic job, even if you didn't do it perfectly right, You've done a fantastic job of accumulating a lot of equity, but it's time to move that equity passive so you're not working. Okay. 
see what the next question. Oh, we got to go to break. Okay, I got a couple more questions. We'll answer those after the break. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. You can find us online at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Thanks for listening. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. If you've got a question for me, the phone lines are open at 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or you can email me, as a few of you have already done, is steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Let's go back to Frank. Alyssa is listening to the radio show. Alyssa Stone is in, she's the leader of our realty group. Frank, you need to be aware that we, she specializes in selling entire portfolios all at once. Um, I think she sold 80 houses at once and 30 houses at once, something like that. I'm sure the numbers are off a bit. Um, she's phenomenal at it. So if you would like to give our real estate company a shot at selling those 20 or 30 houses, um, I'll email you and if you give me permission, I'll put you in touch with Alyssa. Um, but she, she is a pit bull, meaning when she sinks her teeth into something, she doesn't let go until the mission is finished. Uh, she's amazing. Just so you know, she started off with what motivated her was she was filling up her gas tank and she had $4 in her bank account and her credit card would not go through. And she looked in the window at her two twins. She's a single mom, was married, um, single mom. She looked in at her two twins. I think they were probably three or four at the time. And she said, something's got to change. She turned her life around. She now owns two little apartment complexes and a self-storage complex. And, and she's the leader of our realty team at Total Wealth Realty Team. Um, she's just phenomenal. So I'll email you. If you give me my, your permission, I'll forward your info to her and she can help you liquidate those assets. Okay, phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, and no, you will not be put on a mailing list. This is simply an email to me. If you got a question about 
where your assets are now, um, what what I would do if I were you, let me know. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Terry, yes, you can use your 401k. That is from a former employer. If you have a 401k with your current employer, if you're married or have a significant other, you can do a thing called a quadro. So let's say, Terry, that you have 500 grand in a 401k with your present employer. If you go to them and say, yeah, I want to start building wealth with real estate with my 401k, they're not going to let you. They're just not. But you can quadro it to your spouse or significant other, give it to them. It comes out of your company and goes to them, no tax or penalty to do it. And then you and your significant other can use that money to invest passively in self-storage, senior living, apartments, whatever. That 401k that you have from your former employer you can use that without quadroing. That's your money. You can invest it passively in real estate. The next question I'm going to get is, what about an IRA? What about a 403B? Any qualified retirement account can be used to invest passively in real estate, and we teach that in our Saturday class at Total Wealth Academy. So, I don't see any other questions here, Terry. Thank you. Thank you for the email, and thank you for the kind words, and thanks for listening. Phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Okay, this next person wishes to remain anonymous. They're at work. Um, the minimum passive investment. You have to have $70,000 or more to invest passively with the sponsors at Total Wealth Academy. Um, that 70000 can be anywhere. It can be in special cases, equity in your home. It can be cash. It could be an IRA. It could be a 401k, whatever. If you got $70,000 in assets or more, you can invest with the sponsors at Total Wealth Academy. Why are your sponsors different? And he mentions a competitor's name. Um, our sponsors are different because other clubs, all you have to do is walk in there. And, and for, so everybody knows the sponsor is the person you invest with. They're the ones that locate the deal, negotiate the deal, evaluate the deal, close the deal, and manage the deal. They do all the work. These are people who are extremely passionate about owning real estate. They love to manage real estate. It's their thing. So I give them my money and they send me a check every quarter. So how are our sponsors different? 
I've vetted every one of these sponsors. At other clubs, they allow people to come in, pay 30000 boom, you're a sponsor. Yay. Um, they actually signed up a friend of mine, let her sponsor a deal. This is the most timid, quiet woman you've ever met in your life running a doggone apartment complex. She should have never done that. <laughs> and a year later, she's having to sell with the higher interest rates and in a down market. I vet all of the sponsors. Most of them I've known 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And then I go around the nation and find the best sponsors in the nation. And I recruit them to come to Total Wealth Academy and allow our investors to invest in their deals. I run credit reports, criminal reports. I analyze their past deals, look into their personal lives. It's annoying, but I've vetted all our sponsors, and that's just not the case in other groups. So that's that's the big difference. Okay. Thank you, Anonymous, and thank you for the kind words about the show. Appreciate it. Okay, phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or you can email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Um, Okay, this next email, I'm going to leave anonymous. There's a lot of numbers here, a lot of numbers coming up on 70. Um, no, it's not too late. I'm proud to say that we just signed up our oldest member ever, 91. 91, this guy's 91. And he is still building custom homes. Not six or eight a year, but one or two a year. Sharp as attack, fun to work with. No, there is no expiration date on your foot. You could live another 20 years, you could live another 30 years, you just don't know. So you better assume that you are going to live 20 plus years and as you put it, take my Saturday class and get off your butt. Um, yeah, that's funny, but it's true. You know, I wish you were 41. I bet you do too. Uh, it's not too late. Come see me and I'll show you how to build a second stream of income and I'll show you how to position it legacy-wise for your heirs. I think you got two heirs that you want to leave something to. All right, thanks, Anonymous. All righty, let's see. Do we have any more emails? No, that's a sales pitch. That is a sales pitch. I love these emails where they, hey, Steve, how you doing? How you been? And then you read the next paragraph, and it's a sales pitch for some service. And I think that's it. There is one more email from a Derek. Derek, that is a long email but I promise you, as soon as I get off the air, I'm going to read through the whole thing and answer those one through five questions that you've got. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your day. 
You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.